0: Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today we are talking about weight loss again. Weight loss, you know, such a hot topic these days so it's it's funny or not you know the, the rate of obesity the number of people obese or overweight are in, the number is increasing and it doesn't seem to be getting better no matter how much information or diets we have or how many different sugar substitutions we have or plant-based products uh, um or how low-fat or low-carb wiggle, or a lot of us, uh, it doesn't seem to be moving. And I believe that that's because we aren't advocating lifestyle adjustments or a lifestyle design. We aren't creating appropriate environment to help people, to help you, to help me to make better choices that require less effort less thinking and that are actually better for us not delivering as much fatty and highly caloric and yeah delicious but uh, highly caloric foods uh, at the snap of our finger that doesn't help um Uber doesn't help us to move more. You know there are many things in our environment that make that help us to move less and eat more, and it's not helping, guys. Our brain is lazy, and so whenever we can save energy, we probably will, and that's I believe one of the major reasons why as society we are getting fatter, because everything is getting easier and there is no guidance or um, nudges about certain lifestyle choices that are needed for us to make to stay healthy, lean, and feed. And so anyhow, guys, this series uh, on Food School podcast are dedicated to um, food choices, to design of our lifestyle, of our environment. So at least you have the information, you have the knowledge to be able to um, yourself design your environment to make it easier for you to maintain a lifestyle and to make certain um, food and behavior choices that will help you to stay um, in a healthy weight with a lot of health with a lot of energy without having to be on a diet or count calories or carbs or um you know just be obsessive about all these things like most of us we don't have the mental capacity or time for that and the best approach is to educate yourself on this podcast throughout a few episodes you're going to Know everything you need to know to um stay healthy and feed and lean and not to gain weight, and then what you need to do, you need to take this knowledge and organize your environment, your lifestyle accordingly, so making those choices based on the knowledge that you're gonna hear is easy; it doesn't require additional effort that's the goal of this podcast series about weight loss. It's not to help you to be on some diet or to count calories better or to get yourself to the gym better. No, it's actually about designing our environment so it helps us to have a lifestyle that helps us to stay healthy and in healthy weight naturally. We talked about Um, Supplementation, how it is an important part if you are right now, for example, losing weight and you need to cut the amount of food you're eating. We talked about how it's not a great idea to cut all the nutrients with with the calories, like vitamins and minerals, all these essential pieces that our body actually needs to function, right? That's why supplementation, from my perspective and from all the data uh, that I accumulated, supplementation is necessary when The amount of food you eat, you know, there was a case somewhere on the net about the guy who I don't know lost like 300 pounds or something. Um, and what was specific about his program ah, he lost that amount of weight 300 pounds. Um, don't quote me on that number, but it was like just some huge number. He lost it by fasting, but He did supplement with all the vitamins and minerals. I don't think he would survive. He basically didn't eat like for a year or something. Um, I don't think he would survive if he didn't supplement. I just don't think it's possible from all the data we have without developing um, deficiencies and chronic health conditions that are irreversible. So we talked about supplementation and supplements that I personally take and recommend to a lot of my clients. Uh, Check back our episodes uh, earlier this week um, if you want to learn more about that. Today we are talking about sleep. Sorry for the long introduction, but I always have a lot of things to say (laughs) about health, weight loss, and food. Uh, Today we are talking about sleep as uh, one of the foundational lifestyle habits, um, I guess. I I mean, we are all sleeping, but we just aren't sleeping very often the way we're supposed to. And bad quality sleep, it can compromise our weight loss and it can actually promote weight gain in many ways. Like for example, bad sleep. And if you want to know more about the um, latest science of sleep and how it affects different systems of our body, our health in the most, like in a fun way of different stories. You know, uh, there is a great book, Why We Sleep by um, Matthew Walker, PhD of sleep. That's what he calls himself. But if you need all the science, it's there, the best book. It's like international and I think multinational bestseller. Anyhow, so sleep... It compromises our uh, higher cognitive function, meaning we make worse decisions and we have less power for making good decisions. Our blood sugar response, uh, our is worse. So our blood sugar when we eat foods that you know raise our blood sugar, um, our blood sugar response is higher. We are less insitive, insulin sensitive even after one night of poor quality sleep, our hunger hormones are tuned up in a way that we feel hungrier all the time if we don't get sleep all the time. Um, As I said, our insulin response is much worse. We're getting less insulin sensitive and more insulin resistant. Also, inflammation levels go up And our belly fat goes up with that inflammation, with those inflammation levels. So again, worse decisions, worse blood sugar control, more hunger. We are crankier uh, and don't have that much willpower. We are more insulin resistant. We have more inflammation and uh, our belly fat uh, is growing. So that's what's going to happen when we are... Not sleeping enough, or our quality of sleep because of our poor sleep hygiene is bad. So, because of all of that, we are more. We tend to put on weight more, and it's going to be so much harder to lose weight. It's like you know fighting against our own body, and the body always wins. It might take time, but if we fight against it, it's always going to win, guys. So better work with it. So, what is good? Um, sleep hygiene. What does it mean to sleep well? few things, quite a few things. Regularity seems to be really, really important, means going to bed and waking up on the same schedule, weekend or not, social jet lag. It takes a few days to get back to your rhythm and the quality of sleep that you had before. Social jet lag, if you're not familiar, it's going to bed and waking up on a certain time throughout most of the week, and then on the weekends, going to bed three, four hours later. That's a bad idea, really, really bad idea. You compromise your sleep for like half of the week because of just one night of that. So just keep that in mind. So same schedule is important. And the best case scenario is when it's when your sleep schedule is designed according to your chronotype. Chronotype means what's the best time for you to wake up and go to bed naturally. Like, if you don't use any alarms, if you don't use any stimulation late at night, like caffeine or social media or bright lights, etc. Like, what is your natural rhythm? If you were in the middle of nowhere, when would you Wake up and go to bed. Most people notice that they go to bed and wake up with the sun. Um, so, what's your rhythm? Do you know? Like, I know I'm an extreme lark. I wake up 4.30. 30, that's like 4 30, that's my best time, and going to bed like 8 o'clock uh, at night. Um, that's my best time. What's your best time? And uh, the more regular you can be with your sleep time, the better you're going to be. Um, then, sleeping seven, eight hours a night. I sleep even more when I train a lot, when I learn a lot, when I have a lot of experiences, when I work a lot um, mentally and physically throughout the day. And also studies confirm that, for example, professional athletes do need more sleep to recover. Um, also teenagers do need more sleep when they grow. So sleep is very important. And so the more. Um, load you put onto your systems, physical and mental stress is one of them also, the more you sleep you require, not less. Even though you might think that you just can't fall asleep or can't stay in bed for a long time, right? Seven, eight hours it's on average, but with more work mental and physical, you to recover you might need more. Your room, where you sleep, very important. Dark, cool, and quiet. Those three things. Dark, cool, and quiet. So dark. Blackout curtains. No light at all. No light blinking on your computers, your screens, anywhere. Nothing that your eyes or skin can detect. I always sleep with a good quality mask. Like, I have this brand. It's called Travel Blue. I buy only their mask. They're actually in US. They're a couple of other brands that make these amazing cool masks that cover your eyes completely, that don't keep put pressure anywhere on your head. They don't squeeze anything, you know. And they have um, this beautiful design that this mask gently sticks around your eyes, but where your actual eyelids are, there is no pressure. So these uh, travel masks are my go mask. They sell them internationally, so very convenient every time at the, um, uh, at the airport. And if my mask is getting, um, you know, old, uh, then I'm getting new one. So that's and why am I talking about masks? Because you don't always have blackout curtains, especially if you travel a lot. But you can always bring your mask, so do at least that. Um in a lot of hotels, by the way, guys, I travel team. A lot of hotels these days, uh like better quality hotel, hotels, they would ask you like to tell them their your preference about blackout curtains. So if you need those, just specify somewhere when you do the booking that you'd like blackout curtains. And very often they'll be able to accommodate you quiet A room gotta be quiet close your windows and uh, for me even things like air conditioner that you know noise that you know they all make some noise some are really quiet but most of them do make that noise even that will keep me sleeping not so well so i turn them all off and i use my earplugs. like i don't travel anywhere i don't go anywhere without my earplugs the reason why I use earplugs all the time, even when I'm at home, is because you never know what kind of a loud sound, if unless you're in a really soundproof room, can um, arise during the night. And it might not wake you up consciously, you might not be aware of that when you wake up, but you might be waking up during the night without even being aware of that, and that will decrease the quality of your sleep, the depths and the amount of that deep sleep that we need to recover properly. So I use earplugs. And cool. About 18-20 um, degrees um, 65 18 20 degrees Celsius uh, 18 68 degrees fahrenheit that's the temperature you you want your your room to be so it's got to be cool um you shouldn't be cold probably so have covers (laughs) another of my hacks is additionally, I put really light socks on my feet that helps to make my feet a little bit warmer during the night and keep my core temperature a little bit cooler. And that actually allowed me to sleep better. Um, subjectively, at least, I did not measure with any of the sleep trackers the actual quality of sleep, but I seem to sleep better and feel more refreshed sleeping like that once i tried it you can also do kind of like feet soaking bath hot with hot water right before going to bed but that might also uh, improve the depth and the quality of your sleep overall so remember dark cool and quiet um use my hacks that i told you about to make it darker cooler and quieter um then food Ideally, no food three hours before bed. Food requires digestion, and your body and your brain cannot properly uh, recover while you are still digesting food. Even if you have your food three hours before, like a you know good sized meal, three hours be- before, your body will still not be done with everything when it comes to digestion. But um, you'll be able to rest properly. So three hours, at the very least two hours before bed. And no excess uh, liquids, water or tea or whatever, um, less than an hour before bed. Even like I would recommend two hours before bed, stop any excess drinking because that will keep you going to the bathroom in the middle of the night and that will interrupt your sleep also. Um, So food three hours before Drinking any liquids two hours before. Um, Two drinks I'd like to discuss here alcohol. It's best to have it with your lunch the best time. Alcohol uh, does not make our sleep better, it makes it worse, but it makes us unconscious faster. Uh, That's proven by studies, guys. Our brain specifically requires much worse when we have alcohol uh, at night. Not necessarily right before bed, but even later with your dinner, three hours before bed. So, lunchtime or morning, I guess, <laughs> is the best time to have alcohol uh, for sleep. And I'm not even kidding here. And then caffeine, anything with caffeine, not just coffee, but anything with caffeine, and you know, too much chocolate is also some sort of caffeine there and green tea or black tea but um most for most of the people that is true although there are some fast metabolizers for whom caffeine doesn't seem to be make such a big deal Uh, but caffeine does affect our sleep even though you might think you are falling asleep uh falling asleep just fine you won't be able to have um, that deep good quality of sleep as you are supposed to so my rule caffeine by noon uh, especially because i go to bed that early 8 9 pm right so if you go to bed later then you might stop your caffeine by like 2 pm right but i do not recommend most people have caffeine um, later. If you want to have your coffee, um, then make a decaf, drink different herbal teas. There are so many these days that taste so amazing. So, guys, caffeine and alcohol, two drinks, you gotta be watching for good quality sleep. And the last but not least, at least one hour before bed uh get off all the devices as much as possible. I just put all of my devices into flight mode. I put them all into blue blocking mode, blue light blocking mode. So this all the screens are orangey and yellowish, and that's what you must do too, because that blue and bright light in your environment, like if you have really bright overhead light, that will delay the production of melatonin, the uh, one that is needed to keep us asleep and keep us in good quality sleep, Um for longer, so the production of it is delayed when you look at the screens without any blockers with all the blue bright lights, or if you're in a room that is brightly lit with blue light. Uh, In my room, I have um, yellow lights. They're more like orangey, and they're not overhead, and they're not bright, so they're on the sides of my room. And if I travel, what I would do i would turn on yellow lights whenever those are available and if they aren't i would turn on light only in some places that are far away from the place where i'm actually sitting so i do my best to avoid bright lights and also that's why i don't go shopping right before bed because usually at any store you would have those blue um, spectrum bright lights that will again delay the production of melatonin and will delay you falling asleep properly and sleeping deeply so blue lights again i put all my devices into flight mode Uh, at least an hour before bed i turn on all the blue light blocking programs and apps and also don't do any social media, any work, any emails. I do some reading, some stretching, some journaling, some meditation. That's an hour before bed for me, guys. And that's kind of what they recommend to do. You know, some sort of uh, winding down activities like stretching that also actually is proven to make our sleep better. So stretching, journaling, meditation, um spending more quality time talking with your loved ones. That all is amazing. Maybe taking hot bath uh, or that hot water feet soak to help you to sleep better. So those are the basics of sleep hygiene. And I am doing all of them on a regular basis. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the environment is not ideal. Sometimes I travel, but whenever I have the a control of my environment i design my environment so it's easy to make those choices so there are some reminders to create the perfect for sleep environment because i know that good night a night of good quality sleep is the foundation of my awesome day the next day. I'm going to perform better mentally, physically. I'm going to think faster. I'm going to perform better mentally and physically. I'm going to make more decisions. I'm going to be more confident, more ballsy, more bold. I'm going to be more positive and optimistic and creative. All of that happens with consistent, good quality sleep. And it is easier to stay leaner and lose weight. Scientifically proven, guys. So, the basics. Uh, Let's recap. Sleeping on the same schedule uh, that is aligned with your chronotype, whether you're an early bird or a night owl, Seven eight hours when you train more and you have more stress in your life, mental and physical, you usually need to sleep more. Uh, the room gotta be dark, cool, and quiet. Quiet. Use my hacks like good quality mask, earplugs, um, soaking your feet before in hot water before going to bed, putting some light socks to cool to further cool down your core temperature. Food, three hours before bed. Excess drinking of liquids like water and herbal tea, two hours before bed. You know, maybe some water one hour, but not too much. Uh, Caffeine by noon or by 2 p.m. If you go to bed a little bit later, for me, it's by noon. The rest is decaf stuff and energy drinks, you know, if you are drinking those including, because most of them do contain a lot of caffeine. Caffeine. And alcohol also does not help with sleep. Best to be be taken during lunch time. Maybe like a glass of wine if you enjoy that one. And blue light. uh, No bright light, no blue light uh, at least an hour before bed. And also no social media, no emails, no work. Start recovering with some meditation, journaling, stretching, uh, spending time with your loved ones and friends and doing this winding down activities. So that's your guide to good quality sleep every night. And as we already talked about, uh, good quality sleep, that's the foundation of your awesome day the next day and your successful weight loss, weight management program. So guys, sleep well Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode with one another person. And don't forget to teach these, what you, these concepts, what you learned today to another person, to uh, understand it better, to uh, practice it together, to motivate yourself to practice it. Uh, so teach it to someone. Share this episode with someone who might be struggling with their sleep and uh, weight loss journey. And guys, again, thank you. And till next time, not just eat better, but also sleep better.